Hello, everyone, and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. Well, today, I want to tell you that no matter what happens, no matter what happens to you in your life, it is always better if you can find something to smile about in the midst of it. I mean, I have not talked to you guys in three weeks, and I have been just going through some things, but in all of it, I always have found some way to laugh about it, joke about it, just to make things go easier. And I was talking to someone and I told them, you know, when something happens and you get to that moment where you just want to scream. That only lasts for a few minutes because in the minutes after that, you're going to be thinking of a solution or a solution is going to be coming your way. So that first moment of, ah, only lasts for a second and then things start to get better. So I'm going to tell you all the things that happened to me. And I wanted to scream every single time. <laughs> but then I found something to laugh about and to help me get through it. Now, the first thing that happened, oh, they were talking about a snowstorm coming. So I went to the store and picked up a few things. Didn't need a whole lot. Just picked up a few things. And when I came home, I see my neighbors in the in the driveway. And so I had to get out the car to open the gate to get into my driveway. So I got out the car and I went to talk to them because I hadn't talked to them in probably a couple of months. And they are very nice. And in the summertime, we do a lot of things together. Actually, my birthday and the husband's birthday of the couple are a day or two apart. And so we always go out and have dinner around our birthday. So got out, jumped out, talking to them. My husband pulls up behind me and I guess he had had not so great of a day and he wants to know why am I just sitting out in the middle of the street on the side of the road just to out talking and he is like would you pull your car in and he's like just agitated so I go back to get in the car and start it. And for some reason, it wouldn't start. It seemed like it was the battery. So we got this jumper box and I went to get that so my husband could jump the car, but he was just so agitated and frustrated that it wasn't working smoothly. And so he and the neighbor's children pushed the car in the driveway. I'm like, just forget about it. We'll deal with it in the morning tomorrow. And so that's what we did. We, we were home. Everything was good. So we 
waited until the next day. And of course, the car started right up and then there was lights everywhere. Couldn't understand why the lights were all turned on. All the lights um, that is supposed to warn you, all the warning lights for everything was on. And it's like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do now? So we had waited because it was such a rough day the day before. So we waited until um, like late afternoon um, to go out and deal with the car in the first place. And then all the lights stayed on. So then it's like, okay, tomorrow we're going to take the car to the dealership and we're not going to worry about um, the rest because I looked through the book to see if there was a reset. I tried to call the, the dealership to see if there was a reset with no eval. So therefore, waited till the next day and then went to start the car. It started right up. All the lights were still on. And so I started on my way to the dealership. As I started on my way to the dealerships, the lights start popping off. Oh my goodness, all the lights are going out. So then I drive back around because my husband hadn't left for work yet. And I was like, all the lights, they went out. And I'm like, it's no need to go to the dealership. Now everything is fine. He was like, well, you need to carry the jumper box in the car with you in case anything happens, which I've been carrying it around. Nothing happens. So he said, drive around a little bit more and, and, you know, start the car up and turn it off and make sure everything is okay. So did that. Everything's fine. So I come back home. My husband's gone for work. And then I try to open the gate. We have this huge gate. And it slides. It's on four rollers. And in the wintertime, we have to spray silicone on the gate because that helps it to slide easier. Now, that's something that someone should have told me because when we got that gate, I had no idea it would be freezing up in the wintertime and we wouldn't be able to open it. So I called the company and I asked them, what do they use when the gate fr freezes up? And they said, oh, put salt on it. I'm thinking to myself, there is no way that I'm going to put salt on the gate when I know that it corrodes the metal and everything else. Salt is horrible for everything, even for us. So I call my son, who always has good ideas. And he told me, just spray some silicone on it, mom, or get some engine grease and rub on it because then that will protect it. It won't corrode it and then it will slide easier. So every year we usually put silicone on the gate. But this year it hadn't been such a horrible year. So we hadn't put the silicone on the gate yet. So when I come back and it's freezing cold, probably the coldest that it had been this year this winter and the gate was stuck I'm like oh my goodness so my neighbor <laughs> the one i was talking to before when the car wouldn't start 
he and his wife were, his wife was leaving for work. So he was like, what's going on? And I'm like, the gate is frozen. So he comes over and he tries to open the gate and he couldn't as well. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't spray the silicone on the gate yet. So this is not working. So we have another entrance to the yard on the other side of the house. So went and was going to go through there, but the lock was frozen on that gate because um, it's just a little padlock. And so I am ready to climb the fence. My neighbor wouldn't let me. He was like, I'm about to go and get a ladder because I didn't bring all the keys. So I didn't have the key to the front door. So we could have just went in the front door and went through the back and got it. But of course, made things more difficult. So he was like, I'm about to go get a ladder so that we could just get on the other side of the fence. And I'm like, I'm getting ready to climb the fence. He's like, no, you're not. So he's like, I'm going to get a ladder. So he le starts leaving to go get the ladder. And I guess he knows me too well, because as soon as he turned that corner, I was about to climb the fence. And he turned around and he looked at me. He was like, you better come with me. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I can just stay here. He's like, no, because I don't trust you not to climb the fence. So it's like, okay, he was right, because I was about to climb the fence. So, so we go and he puts the ladder and we get on the other side of the fence. And so he and I together was able to open the gate. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we open the gate and then I spray the silicone on the gate and make sure it slides really good. And it's like, okay, so that's good. So then I come in the house and it's a little cold. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So what's going on with the furnace? So we have boiler heat. So usually I can just go down and put water in the furnace and then the heat's back on because, you know, when the water gets low, then the furnace doesn't come on. So went down to put water in the furnace and the pilot light is out. Oh my goodness. So I call my husband and we try to light the pilot light and it lights. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it lights. And everything is good, but it works for one day. One day. And then the next day is out again. So try to light it again. Can't light it. So then we call in the service guys. The service guys come and they can't light it. I remembered my uncle used to work for the gas company. And when sometimes my furnace didn't work, he would come and, or I should say my boiler, he would come and he would change the thermal coupling. The thermal coupling on the furnace and then the furnace would work for several years after that. Well, I happened to have one and I had watched my uncle do it several times and I put the thermal coupling on the furnace and then taught my husband how to do it. So we did it together and then the furnace worked. Oh, yay! 
Another problem taken care of. Furnace working. That's wonderful. The very next day, I go to take a shower and we have no hot water. Oh my goodness, what is going on? Is there something after us? What is going on? Every time I turn around, there's something going on. So, me and my husband go down and we have never lit the hot water tank. But we see that the pilot light is out on the hot water tank. Oh my goodness, what is going on? We tried to light the hot water tank to no avail. And it's one of those you just click it. You can't like light it with a match or anything. So it's a self-lighting. So we keep clicking it, clicking it, clicking it. And as long as we're holding it, it's lit. But as soon as you let go, then it goes out again. So we had to call a service guy for that. Oh my goodness. Call a service guy for that. The service guy comes, he tries to light it, he can't light it, he says that we are going to have to have a new hot water tank and their company is going to charge me $1,500 for a new water tank. It's like, okay, we decided let's go to Home Depot and see what, you know, they have and maybe we can find someone else to put in the hot water tank. Well... We went to Home Depot. We decided to let Home Depot put it in because Home Depot would do it the same day or if it's in the evening, the very next day. We said, okay, we'll let Home Depot put it in. It's still going to be $1,500, but oh well, we need hot water. So therefore, we went to sit down to do the hot water tank information give the address and stuff. And while I'm sitting there, this man calls and he's like, okay, we can come put your hot water tank in and we can be there in the next 30 minutes. Well, we hadn't even finished filling out the paperwork. And I was very leery of them because I had talked to the lady who was with Home Depot on the phone and she said, okay, it's going to be $1,500 before we do anything else. We would let you know that the price it went up so here we are i'm not even off the phone with her and this man is calling which he was a legitimate home depot person but they were not communicating with each other apparently home depot just puts it out there on the web for their home depot uh subcontractors and they grab it. Well, this one had grabbed it so fast that we hadn't even finished, which made me leery, which I was like, no, I'm going to wait till tomorrow when the guy calls and says that he's going to come. So then I'm so confused sitting there, me and my husband, and it's like I'm talking to the guy who's trying to set it up. And he was like, well, I'm asking them, could this be a person that could come? He's like, I don't know. It just went out there. And so he didn't know and all the confusion. And then the guy says, well, it is a company that we work with. And so maybe I should have let the guy come at that time because then in the morning they were supposed to call me from six to something and that didn't happen. And then I end up calling them and I end up getting the same guy that was going to come the night before. And so I could have had, had it done the night before, but I didn't because 
I was, everything was so confusing. So then they came and they put the hot water tank in. <sighs> Went in with a smile. Everything was good. All the time, you know, we're cracking jokes. I'm laughing and everything is good. We have the car messed up, the gate messed up, the furnace messed up or the boiler, whatever you want to call it. And then the hot water tank all along. Every time something happened, like I said, you have that ah moment and then you just start working on it and getting it together. Well, got that all together and still, you know, cracking jokes, whatever. Wasn't miserable. End up having to call the gas company because I smelled gas after calling the company for the hot water tank because when he went down to light the furnace, he turned the gas back on on the hot water tank. And then when he couldn't light it, he did not turn the gas back off. So we're smelling gas, had to call the gas company. They came out and then everything was good. So me and my husband, we're like cracking jokes. Like, oh my goodness, we beat him blue up. But that's not really funny. <laughs> but, you know, everything is made to laugh at while you're going through it. Because you're still going to go through it. Might as well go through it with a smile. So after all of that, I go over to, to my parents' house to give my mom her shower. My dad is not happy going through this and he wants to go to assistant living. So my sister finds assistant living for them. But in the meantime, I'm giving her a bath and I just am lifting myself up off the bed and I hear a pop in my finger. Oh my goodness. What is going on now? Now my finger is curved at the top and it won't straighten out. I don't know what is going on. It's the weirdest thing. So I just put a Band-Aid on it to kind of make it stay straight and I keep on going. So then it happens that it's called a mallet finger or a baseball finger. You guys can look it up. It is so weird that just the tip, just the top folds over and you can't straighten it out. And it's a tendon that broke. They said I have to have it splinted for six weeks. So I've had my fingers splinted. The last day of the six weeks is actually coming up the 31st. But now you guys know all the things that we that I've been through because I haven't talked to you guys. But somebody needs to tell everyone that no matter what I went through, I was smiling the whole time besides those first scream aha moments. <laughs> I couldn't even get that out. But the first aha scream moment, like, oh my goodness, this is happening to me. So in the process, since then, we have moved my parents into assistant living. And then that was an adjustment too. I am going to have my sisters who 
was there all along the way, we're going to sit down and we're going to tell you about this dementia and this move to assistant living. It is a little better because my dad has someone there with him all the time. In case he needs help, he can call someone who is right there. He hasn't had to call anyone as of yet, and they would have been there in assistant living on April 1st, a month. So guys, I really apologize for not talking to you, but because I haven't talked to you, I have so much to talk to you about and to tell you, especially about, you know, the assistant living. You know, as I said, life is going to be what it's going to be. We will be okay. No matter what happens, short of death, we will be okay. And if something happens and we're not okay, then we're probably dead and we don't know it anyway. <laughs> but if you're not okay, then you will get to be okay because that is what this life is all about, is going through things, learning your lessons, trials, tribulations. Oh yeah, so the coconut oil that I told you guys about that was helping my mom to like open up her mind and things were coming, new vocabulary words were coming to her and she was doing really good. But then the downside of it is it also makes her go to the bathroom. And if she is incontinent, then that makes a horrible, horrible mess for my father. So therefore, you must know this as well, that the coconut oil does help, but you want to probably try to get it to them before it's to the point where they're incontinent so that they can go to the bathroom and so that it is not an extra stress on whomever is taking care of them. But everyone's different. It's your choice. And if it's doing good for your person, then by all means, keep it up. I think that I might even start taking the coconut oil. I talked about the coconut oil on another podcast, and I'm probably going to talk about it on the ones with my sister that I'm going to try to make the next podcast. The coconut oil helps to open up the mind. It is giving the body triglycerides that normally the body doesn't get in the regular adult diet. And so therefore, it helps to clear the brain and make some memory come back. In the TEDx video that I watched, it was the neonatologist, and I'm just going to briefly summarize it because I've talked about it before. The neonatologist was giving it to her husband because of a case study, and he said that it's like it opened up his mind again. So we'll talk more about that later, and always know that whatever you are going through, if you can find 
a way to laugh and bring laughter into whatever is happening. And I know sometimes you get to that moment, as I said, where it's like, ah, this is going on. But that moment only lasts a second and try to get through whatever you're going through to the best of your ability with the best easy method is to find something in it to laugh about because my car is fine and I never took it to the dealership for the problem. I really don't know what actually happened besides me jumping out and it was freezing cold and probably I had left the lights on and the radio on while I was standing out there talking. Everything is fine with the car and I'm think that I can probably put that jumper box out of my car now because it's been um, a month and nothing has happened. My car is fine. And then the hot water tank is fine, even though we had to get a new one. And the furnace is fine, even though we had to change that thermal coupling. And my finger, it looks so much better. Now that it has been braced for almost the six weeks and know that whatever you're going through, the end is going to come. Someone said once to me, either you're in the beginning, starting to go through something, you're in the middle of going through something, or you're at the end of it. And that is just life. That is just the way life is, the way it's going to be. And so find something to smile about and it'll always make it better. Find something to laugh about and it even makes it that much easier. I would like to thank you all for listening. You can listen to me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Listen Now, Pandora, and many, many other places. Reason Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, I'm probably there. The only thing I'm not on right now is YouTube, but I'm going to rectify that pretty soon too. You can also email me at sshtmpodcast at gmail.com with your questions and comments. And if you have anything that you would like for me to speak on, of course, feel free to email me for anything. And I will look forward to talking to you guys again soon. And I hope that Whatever you're going through, that you can go through it and find something to smile about or even something to laugh about. There is humor in just about everything. And I know that for sure. Have a great day. Have a great week. Until we speak again, I love you all. Have a great day. Bye.